guys, it's Philly. What the fuck is up? And welcome back to No Bleeps. Last week was a shit show. Last week was just that. Like, it was a shit show of a week. And there are things that are going on and whatnot. But we're not going to get into it because that's just, you know, we're not trying to bring everybody down. And, you know, you know, you know, you know. Anyways, so there wasn't an episode last week because there were things going on in my life. Um, But it's all good. It's okay. We're thriving in this new week. We are fully moved in now. So that is the best part of everything. Like I'm finally out of where I was living before and I'm in this new space and the energy is just like so much better here and it feels so good. It's like starting to feel homey. I honestly don't have that much furniture in here because I'm really trying to like redo the entire space. And right now I'm recording my first ever podcast episode in here and I'm just sitting in this little corner piece of my couch and I am I'm happy I feel uh, like really good last week was a lot like I said but this week is it's gonna be good it's like kind of near the end of the week for you guys when you're listening to this but it just like has already been so good and yeah I don't know what else (laughs) to say about that other than, yeah, I hope you guys are good because I miss you guys last week. I love getting to sit down and like chit chat with you guys, but there's a lot of shit that went down online like in the community in the past week or so since we haven't chatted and I can't wait to freaking talk to you guys about it because I've made videos and such, but when we get to sit down and really talk about stuff, that's when shit hits the fan, honestly. And right now there's this inside article that I haven't even gone to talk about on my channel because I've done like two James Charles videos this week. And this article comes out with like more stuff about James. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to overload. So I'm really trying to break it up a little bit. I'll probably discuss a little bit more on the Sunday special, but we're really going to get into kind of the whole story of everything that's going on with James. Obviously you guys know we've talked about it. We've reported on the Snapchat, like Instagram DMs, James messaging people that were under the age of 18. and that being a really big reason as to why he was taking this massive internet break, really taking a step back because people were so angry at him. And obviously he came out and said, oh, I didn't know their ages and whatnot. And everyone's like, okay, that's a giant question mark. Like people don't really believe him when he says that. But now there is a whole other situation going on with him. And then there's a whole other like dog situation that I want to talk about with you guys. I did make a video on it. Nikki Philippi and her husband, Dan, they put their dog down because he was aggressive and it made no sense to me. It made no sense to the internet is a viral story. We're going to get into all of that right now. So let's start out with this James Charles story because this is something that is on a lot of people's minds because this article came out last night. And what's pretty much going on is aside from the major scandal that is him talking and messaging people that are under the age of 18, he's actually in a giant lawsuit. He is being sued by a former employee named Kelly. And apparently like this lawsuit has been going on for the last two years. And it's kind of finally being brought to light because obviously everyone's like looking into all things James Charles. So people have found it and they're like, what the heck is this? Like James is being sued for being 
a total asshole of a boss, basically. Now, I'll read you the specifics because I have the, at least like the front page of the lawsuit sitting in front of me, and it's Kelly Rockland. She is the one that is suing James. She's suing Sister Sister LLC and like James as an individual. And the complaint, the reason why she's suing him is for, it's listed like 10 reasons. It says failure to pay all wages, failure to provide minimum wage compensation, failure to provide overtime, double time compensation, waiting time penalties, disability discrimination, failure to provide reasonable accommodation, failure to engage in good faith interactive process, retaliation, and then it says retaliation again like it's a different code and then it says wrongful termination and they are demanding for a jury trial now this whole situation is pretty dang intense because like I said it has been going on for two years now and when word got out about this case when word got out that James was being sued everyone was looking into kind of what she was saying and what happened is that she was editing for James she was working for him a couple years ago and she was editing his videos and then he promoted her he gave her a promotion she became a producer in her lawsuit she claims that when she got this promotion when she went from editing to producer they never hired another person to be an editor so she was doing both jobs which is why she's claiming that she was like overworked and she was doing all this overtime and she was never compensated for it she never got the money that she felt like she deserved for all the work that she was doing so she was putting all this time and energy into the producing job and the editing job and she claimed that she had told them multiple times, like James and the team, hey, we really need to hire this editor because it's like way too much. This is two jobs, not one. And this is where it kind of gets sketchy. Like, I really need some clarification as to what the fuck happened. No one seems to have the answers. But at one point in time, she like got injured and she didn't say it was James's fault or anything like that. She just said like he was there as like a witness to when she got injured. She fell or something and she had a concussion. And James had witnessed this. So, you know, he had to have known she wasn't lying about getting hurt because he physically saw it. And I believe there was like an ambulance and all this stuff. She went to the hospital. Apparently, she went to the hospital multiple times after this because of the concussion. And due to the fact that she was in the hospital, she could not work, obviously. When you're in the hospital, you can't work. The doctor had advised like she, you know, takes some time off and apparently she got fired. Like she ended up getting fired because she wasn't working on James's stuff because she was injured. That's what she's claiming in her case. Now, shortly after people had started reporting on this lawsuit, James, this past weekend, posted a video on Twitter going off. So James has been away from the internet for quite some time now. He has spent a good chunk of time, you know, hiding out, not posting on social media, not making TikToks, no Instagram, no nothing. And he came out with this seven minute video on Twitter to basically be like, this woman is f like trying to blackmail me into settling in this lawsuit. He explained that whenever a former employee is suing the employer, it can get very expensive in legal fees for the employer. So for James, this lawsuit is extremely expensive and not in terms of like him paying her off in terms of like 
him paying his lawyer to defend him in this because it's such a long process. So he says more times than not in a case like this, the former, you know, employer would just settle and pay off the former employee so that they just, you know, can end this and go away and like they don't have to spend any more money because it's a big old process. James is like, I'm not going to do that. Like, I don't want to settle. And he says, of course, like he's considered it, but it's no longer an option because he feels like this former employee, Kelly, is using this situation right now that's going on where everybody doesn't like James to her advantage to try to get him to settle. And you know, the reason why he feels like that is because she is starting to talk to the press about James, her experience working for James. And obviously the internet is already mad at James. So by her going to the press and being like, Hey, this is what James is like when we were working together and it's not good stuff. So James would want to be like, Oh my gosh, like I don't need any more bad things said about me. Like here's some money. He thinks that's what she's doing, um, trying to like ruin his reputation a little bit more or like threaten to ruin his reputation a little bit more just so like he will pay her off so that this whole thing goes away and like she stops talking to the press and whatnot. The reason why she's probably speaking out is because people are looking into James a little bit more. People just discovered this lawsuit and probably reached out to her. I'm sh- I like feel like that's maybe what happened, but e- even still, she is willing to, you know, fight this thing for real, for real. And a lot of the things that she's saying, are, they're not good. They're really, really, really bad. Uh, the, her experience with James. My question, though, with James defending himself is that he never says why he fired her. If you are like going to make this seven minute long video of being like, she's saying this about me, that, this, that, 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 oh my gosh, like it's so horrible, all the stuff that was made up about me then why didn't he mention why he fired her? Because the main reason why she is going after him is because she felt like she was wrongfully fired and he won't say why he fired her, which is weird to me. Like At least be like, she's saying that she was wrongfully fired because she got hurt and I fired her because she like wasn't doing work because she was hurt. And he could easily be like, she was actually fired because this, 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 and this. But he never said that. So I'm like, okay, like that's not helping you out. Like you can say that these little stories that she's telling the press about things that happened between the two of you and things that you made her do like weren't true. But but like what what about how she ended up getting fired? Like, you know, how did that happen? I don't know why he's not being clear about it, but. Kat Tenbarge from Insider is the one that wrote this massive Business Insider article where she interviewed Kelly all about her experience. And I'm going to read some of Kat's tweets to you guys so that you can kind of like get a grasp of what's in this article because it is behind a paywall. So if you guys don't want to pay, I'm just going to read Kat's tweets that are public. So she starts off by tweeting out the article and it says, James's former creative director is suing him for a slew of allegations, including disability discrimination. After she says she got a concussion and dozens of hours of what she says is unpaid overtime. Kelly Rockland also described to me in detail what she says it was like to work for James in 2018 from picking up his dirty laundry to being called a bitch. He also texted her, quote, Kelly, I might need your help shaving my butt before Coachella. That is sticking with a lot of people. A lot of people are taking this line and they're like, what the fuck? Because James allegedly texted that 
you know, she needed to like shave his butt before Coachella. If you guys remember the Coachella that he went to where he was in the super revealing outfit and everyone was making fun of him, apparently she was asked to shave his butt in preparation for that. But anyways, in the actual article, Kat screenshotted the quote from Kelly and it says, quote, imagine having to go over and essentially pick James out of bed, tell him to brush his teeth, tell him, okay, what do you want to eat? Okay, someone else is coming to do your laundry. Okay, I'm going to get your laundry, I guess. Okay, time to start filming. You don't want to film? Well, we both know you have to, so please let's think about it. End quote, Rockland said. She also said Charles walked around the house naked in front of her, called Rockland names like bitch, and once told her, Kelly, I might need your help shaping my butt in preparation for revealing Coachella outfit. Rockland said the conduct made her extremely uncomfortable. Then it says like after Kelly worked for James for six months back in 2018, she says he gifted her a Louis Vuitton necklace that he and all his friends have. And it was like a week after she got this gift that she passed out and her head hit a tile floor. And that is the concussion. That's when she got the concussion. She references the video that James made saying, in a video yesterday, James said Kelly waited two years to talk about this. Her attorney said it took so long because James's legal team attempted to compel arbitration and appeal the court's decision after they failed to pay fees in time. She linked in the article, initially, rather than settle, Charles' legal team moved to uphold the arbitration clause in Rockland's employment contract, according to court documents revealed by Insider. Arbitration is a private dispute resolution process outside the judicial system in which a third-party arbitration firm, in this case paid for by Sister Sister LLC, receives evidence hears arguments, and makes a decision. However, the arbitration clause in Rockland's contract is now void thanks to California law that went into effect January 1st, 2020. Charles's attorney failed to pay fees required for the commencement of arbitration within 30 days of the due date because of a communication error between Charles's firm and the private arbitration firm. As a result, Rockland moved to litigation, which was granted. Charles's attorney have appealed the decision and are waiting on a response from the court. So it sounds like they were originally going to handle this a different way. And now because of a miscommunication, they're handling it in what seems to be like court. Oh, this is something that I did not bring up yet about James's video that he posted on Twitter, the seven minute video where he's basically like, Kelly is lying, slanderous things about me. He mentions that in the article, she had told the reporter that he had used the N word around her and with the hard R that's in quotes. And let's see, James also said he's been blackmailed, which Kelly and her lawyer denied. Rather, her lawyer said James's team offered a settlement, but the offer to, as he put it, by her silence fell apart after James's video. This whole thing is absolutely crazy. I mean, it's just wild. I really want to know why he ended up firing her because, you know, if he's saying that she's lying and none of this is true, well, then what was the reason? Literally, what was the reason, James? Just give us the freaking reason because everyone is questioning you. And I think a lot of people are just skeptical with you being like coming out with this video saying, you have to believe me, this isn't true. And it's just kind of like, and we're supposed to take your word for it with everything going on. You're not even saying why you actually fired her. So this is a whole big slew of confusion. 
But that's what's going on with James and his former employee, Kelly. I will say she's sued Erica Costell, Jake Paul's ex-girlfriend. She used to work for her, and now she is suing James. Uh, She won, I believe, the case against Erica. I know a lot of people are feeling weird about that. The fact that she's, you know, already sued a former employee before and... Yeah, but I mean, that's the information that I've got. It's crazy. I truly, I can't believe this, but I can, but I can't. It's just messy. But the other story I want to talk about with you guys is this entire Nikki, Philippi, and Dan story, which keeps getting worse, like past the dog situation. It just keeps getting worse. I used to watch Nikki Philippi a long time ago when she was like trying to adopt a baby. I was like kind of following her journey, mostly because I'd seen her in years prior. And I just been interested in some of her videos, but I hadn't watched in a bit of time and suddenly I'm making a trauma video about her because her and her husband decided that they were going to sit down and record a YouTube video talking about how they put their dog down. Their perfectly healthy dog down. He was nine years old. He's a bull terrier and his name was Bowser. Now, When she posted this video, I don't know what was going through their minds. Like if they thought people were going to feel sad for them. I don't know what, like, I just, I'm just so shocked that they wanted to be so public about what they had done. Like, it just made no sense to me. They had a photo shoot with the freaking dog right before. And oh my gosh. So they start off the video by saying that this dog was their first child because they have a baby now. Uh, but they start off by saying that this was their first child. He's an angel and he's family and all this stuff. And then they're literally saying he was aggressive. He had trauma as a puppy and he would attack the other dog. And they were so scared that he was going to attack people that whenever the garage door was up or something like that, they would be like, Oh my gosh, close, close, close it. And that everyone that they talked to told them that they sounded like they were just waiting for like the incident to happen. So like they could put him down or like, they had to put him down or to me it sounds like these two were extremely selfish like did not want to actually put in the work to train the dog and also too selfish to rehome the dog like they wanted this dog to be theirs to the end like they did not care really about this dog getting better or fixing the situation or giving this dog a new life it was really like this dog is ours it was like a pride thing i feel and this dog is ours. He's mine. He's going to die mine. All this stuff. That's how I think they were feeling about this situation because they had talked about how they were in communication with actually professionals about the dog. And the husband said something along the lines of only like I know how to take care of him. And that's just not true. Laura DIY did a video on this couple because she has a bull terrier as well. And she talked to several trainers, professionals, and I believe even like a bully breed rescue or something like that, uh, like an association society. And they said that 99% of dogs can be rehabilitated, like can be trained and that they could find a new home for this dog because the option of just putting the dog down, it, it just, that's so sick. It just is so sick. It's so sad. 
and it just sounds like it's all because they didn't want anybody else to kind of come in and take care of the dog or like try to fix the dog or anything like that. It's, it's just weird. So what led up to this was the baby was trying to steal food from the dog and the dog reacted. And that is the moment that they were like, all right, let's put the dog down. Which I just don't understand. If you are describing your dog as on one hand an angel and all that stuff, like even still, like it's a dog, you you just never know. Like babies are unpredictable. Dogs can be unpredictable no matter how amazing they are. But they were also describing the dog as like aggressive and all that stuff. And you're going to tell me you're going to leave a baby alone with the dog that you're describing as sometimes aggressive And you're going to blame the dog for attacking when the baby steals the food? Like, you set him up to fail. You set the dog up. You did not set proper boundaries in your home to protect not only the baby, but also the dog. Like, the dog reacting to a baby stealing food from him. I think food aggression is the number one, like, thing that I thought about when I got my dog. I was like, I want to feed my dog and, like, just, like, stick my hand in the bowl while he's eating so that he would get used to this. And what's crazy is there's actually a vlog on their vlog channel where the husband is doing this. He's, like, touching the dog, grabbing the dog's face, putting his hands in the bowl to make sure, like, the dog doesn't become, like, food aggressive. And the dog isn't even phased. The dog is not reacting to him, like, messing with his face while he's eating, which is weird to me because it's like, okay, clearly you were messing with this dog, like, a lot while he was eating. And now you're saying, like, the dog was food aggressive. But, I mean... There are so many other videos that are coming out about this family, like them saying they didn't want to adopt from certain countries because they had a social media policy where you can post of your child for an entire year on social media. And they had a really big issue with that. So they didn't want to adopt from that country, which people were just like, you really can't keep your baby private or offline for one year. Like... Baz was holding you back. I get she's a vlogger and she's a YouTuber and all that stuff, but people already have issues with kids being in vlogs and stuff like that. So hearing that, everyone was just like, that's really the reason. And then there's videos of them kind of shoving their smaller dog into the bull terrier dog's face. And the dog is like growling and it's weird. Everything about this situation is weird it's frustrating because no matter what has come out and what people say to them advice or anything like that the outcome is the same like they put the dog down he's no longer here it's so unfortunate and they had some guy come to their home i believe she said he was australian i don't know if that means he was from australia like he flew in from australia or not i don't think so because i think things are still closed with covid but i don't know They had somebody come to their home to do this in their home, which I'm sure was so expensive. And I just think for the cost of having somebody come into your home and put your dog down, you could have hired a trainer. You could have sent your dog to like a little doggy boot camp or you could have rehomed this dog. They said that they tried to rehome him and it didn't work out. And they said that 
uh, if a dog has aggressive behaviors, it's really hard to rehome them and all that stuff, which is untrue. If you guys go on the freaking Humane Society website or you go on any of these adoption sites, they will give you the description of the dog. And if this dog has like aggressive behaviors, they will not give the dog to you if you have like kids or other dogs in your household. You have to literally fill out forms to adopt these dogs because you need to be the right fit. If dog has former aggression, you're going to be aware of that. And guess what? There are people that genuinely will take those dogs in. I just think it's absolutely insane that they thought that their one option was to put the dog down. And I really do think it was like a pride thing. Like, this is my dog. He's going to die. My dog. I I just think that because as soon as he said that he's the only one that could take care of Bowser, he's the only one that knows Bowser. I was like... You might say that, but clearly there's hundreds of thousands of people that are seeing this video commenting, I would have taken the dog. I would have done this. I would have done that. There's so many other people that would have done so much more to help this dog. And what did you guys do? Like clearly not in his best interest. Uh, It's just extremely frustrating. And she's gone private on Instagram. Oh, and that's what I wanted to say, because I said that they did a photo shoot with the dog. They did a freaking photo shoot. And the baby was in the photo shoot. Like, the dog is smiling, and the photo has no idea what's about to happen. She's looking all boohoo, tears, holding on to the dog, holding on to the baby, taking these photos before they're about to put it down. It's just like, I don't know how sick you have to be to literally take a photo shoot before you decide you're going to put your dog down for no good reason. Like I understand if your dog is super sick and this is your like love of your life family member, like, Oh, like, Oh my gosh. I mean, uh, I've had several pets in my life and I, I have like sad photos, like hugging them, crying and all that stuff. But, but to, it's something is so eerie about you being the one to put down a healthy dog and want to do these photo shoots like that's just so weird. I've seen so many people do like photo shoots of my dog's last day videos and all that stuff when the dog is like actually about to, you know, it's like got some sickness or something like an actual valid reason why the dog needs to be put down. But for you to just make the decision about a healthy dog, like I just don't understand. The whole thing is a freaking mess. It's it just makes me sick. And I don't understand it. Like I can't I can't relate at all. Nobody can relate because there are so many people that were upset about it. But oh my God. I just I can't believe it. And the baby was in the photos. The the dog is so aggressive that you have to put it down because it attacked the baby, but you're gonna put the baby in the photos next to it. Uh like they can't even justify it. They can't even justify anything because there's just so many people saying that they're dumb for this. But I hope you guys uh, are having a good week. I hope you guys had a good week last week. I hope you guys like got some information as to what the heck has been going on on the internet in this episode. It's honestly been really crazy. As you guys can tell the stories today have been insane. I definitely want to know how you guys are feeling about this. So you can DM me on Twitter. You guys can email me at no bleeps podcast at gmail.com at no bleeps pod is my Twitter. I love you guys so much. I'm obsessed with you and I will talk to you guys next week. I love you guys so much. Bye.